See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. Coffee McCoffers in here. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, well. This just doesn't go away. Hey, this is Slow Robot to Go-Go. Big Show 264. Damn, that's a lot of shows. My name's Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. This is the podcast dedicated to coughing into the microphone and B through Z grade movies. Yeah, not in that order either. No, never in that Looks order. Looks like the coughing comes first and then the B through Z grade movies. Yeah, you know, I almost suggested we do the uh, the Asian cult cinema show first in case my voice flames out. But eh, well, I'm a gambler. We'll, well roll the dice. T- after this one, take you know, drink some water. Or something yeah, I have like some that. hot tea with lemon in it. That should yeah, soothe my. Yeah, maybe some whiskey too while mm-hmm. you're at it. And, uh, yeah. Sure. So oh, before we start, make sure you go to projectpinball.org. It's a 501c dedicated to giving pinball machines to, or putting pinball machines in children's hospitals. Children's hospitals. Children's hospitals. Hospitals run by children. So, oh. mismanaged from top to bottom. Anyway. Well, fun. No. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's a really good, go, go to projectpinball.org. It's a really good, uh, charity. It's really important to give. Kids that don't have a whole lot of hope and happiness, a little bit of hope and happiness. Yep. So, yep, exactly. Uh, you know, recently I'm I'm trying to find this is unrelated to that, but kind of related to that. I just wrote an article, um, uh, breaking down why pinball is better than real life, and I have like points about like negativity and all this kind of stuff, and and you know, and uh, social caste system. I'm trying to find a place to like to where I should publish it. I just gotta, I guess, should uh, try and get a hold of. Uh, Creative loafing or something like that. Maybe I don't know if there's some local papers. Uh, why don't you Why don't you change the name of the uh, hot rider to the pinballer or something like that? Nah, <laughs> you don't want to blog it. Uh, okay. I'm kind of I with that wannabe hot rider was this blog I did for uh, a little while and it's uh, still there. It's still there, but, but I mean, I just there's not enough time for that kind of stuff. You know, anymore. I I like doing that kind of release where I write just write stuff and all that kind of thing. But man. If you don't maintain a blog like every couple days, yeah. it just falls dead, and I don't have that kind of time. You know, I'm, I I just I just don't. I got a lot of stuff going on, you know. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, one interesting thing though, because I took the silk screening. I had I've done uh, a couple posters where I just did a real real simple poster. You know, nothing special, nothing crazy. I'm just starting out. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as the base and then like kind of collage around it with this, with some stuff. And I'm trying to find like w- like because I have that uh, the the pinball play field that I have almost finished out to, to sell. I'm starting to generate this art, and I don't I'm not an artist. I just have artistic flashes, I guess you'd say, or ideas. You know, I don't know where to sell it. And I was talking to Pro Me at work, and I was like, man, where do you eBay? What the hell do I do with this? And then he was like, well. There's a ton of art galleries down on Central hmm. for some of that stuff, like the maybe the Playfield. That's kind of a big ticket item, you know. So I was like, okay. I said, I don't know anything about this world. I I, I don't know. I never considered myself an artist, you know. I I think I guess I do some stuff, but not not you know not really. I'm not like an artist artist, you know. And uh, so I'm gonna go down tomorrow. There's like an art walk. Where a trolley takes you from point to point in this like huge loop down on Central, 
in St. Petersburg, Florida, to like meet these galleries or look around these galleries and see scout out potentials to say, hey, can I bring stuff here to sell? Like, would they sell it for me? I don't know if that's a good idea or not. I have no idea. <laughs> have you ever sold any of your artwork or? Not on, not to a gallery. No, I don't even know what what you what image you're trying to. Yeah. You know. Well, the, the first thing is just, I mean, obviously the pinball machine, the pinball play field is a wall art, and I have a couple of those lined up that I'm going to be doing and finishing Oh, you want to sell this stuff here? Not that, well, not yet. That stuff isn't done yet, but I have that play field that's almost finished. I wired out all the lighting behind it and, and put the plastics on it, so I'll show it to you. It's, it's neat. It's beautiful. Um, and then the other thing is going to be like, there's only ten of them. It's going to be one of probably eight total. An image. Well collage image kind of it's like a, oh, I'll take a look at it yeah but know. so I just don't know any, like so tomorrow is going to be a new experience where I'm going to do this art walk I'm going to be hung over as hell so I probably won't be doing any you know are you, uh, when are you going to like experiment with two colors on uh, your uh, soon tonight I mean like yeah tonight I'm going to be doing tonight I'm doing the uh, the Undertaker and his pals I've been I've been I finally got that restruck and dialed in and but that, it's not actually a traditional true two color. That's actually I got to put down the white because I bought this lime green to do the color. And if you want the lime green to look nice, you put white down, then you put the lime green. So it's going to be I have to line them up perfectly and do that. Okay. So that that'll be the first time I'm doing that process. So I'm excited to try that and get that dialed in and 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 do it you know do it a couple times you know. Cool. I have I have the stuff you know, but again, where do you sell the t-shirts? Where do you sell? I I can create this stuff. Finding well, avenues to sell it is very let, difficult let, let, now. Let me put it to you this way: you have to have something to sell. You, I mean, I would just yeah. get something really nicely done. Yeah. And oh yeah, that's really nice. And then worry about where to just, sell. Just where to sell? Because well, that, 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 at that point, you figured everything out. Right. You have it down, and then it's like, okay, now that I've got this down. What am I going to do with that? Right. And then you print. And you just take chances. If you have a print, put it on eBay. I don't know. Put it on Amazon. That's true. Put it wherever. Oh know? yeah, no, I'm I'm doing this stuff. I'm just yeah. starting to think about what am I going to? Where is this going next? Like, I don't care about that. That's not my main focus. Isn't where I'm selling it. I just have to start thinking about that because soon these will be completed, framed out, and all kind of thing. And you're like, okay, mm. what, what the hell am I doing with this now? You know, so we'll see. But well, hey, who knows? Whatever. It, it's just one of those things where you. It'll be interesting to walk Central and uh, there, that cool daddy, cool daddy Records is down there and. Oh, that uh, place. Yeah, that's where the theater was where I saw that yeah. concert. What concert? Oh, what was that oh. guy's name? Stephen Wilson. Yeah. The one where I went there and my friend, I go to my friend, what seats do we have? He goes, seats. This is standing <laughs> all the time. I go standing for four hours. And, I did three. I couldn't do one. I just had to leave. Like my, we're done, my feet yeah. were hurting me. You know? yeah. I was done. He stayed. I was like, oh, good yeah? for you. Yeah, cool. Yeah, he found a seat somewhere. Because no, up the stairs, they had some benches or something. I don't <laughs> know. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know the art world anymore. I mean, I know the commerce world a little better than the art world. Mm. I don't know what those... I know my friend in North Carolina, he did some paintings and... He went to a show and he sold a few, but he didn't make his money back. He did prints. 
He had a company that did prints for him oh, up wow. there. Yeah. He sold a few, but I mean, he spent more uh, than he actually got back. But that doesn't just that doesn't stop him from trying it again. But right. he, I don't know if he was selling originals. He was just selling prints. I was like, I would sell originals, you know. I mean, That's I mean, these are going to be, and this is what I wanted to do with this silk screening was posters. But if, can, but if you're going to sell at an art artsy fartsy, you got to like see what artsy fartsy is, you know. Yeah. Well, that's that that the 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 wall I'll art. Take a look at the it. wall art is that. I'll take a look at it. Because that's built know. out. It's three dimensional. It's very, you know. See, I don't know. What you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you have to show it. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So anyway, this is about movies. So yeah, uh, we've been going on. This is, has nothing to do with art. Yeah, no. Art slow art a go go. Yeah, that's a different podcast. The slow art a went went. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. No, I got nothing. I didn't watch anything this week. Did you? Yeah, me neither. Oh man, so sad. I know. I mean, I did, but I don't. You know, how's that for an answer? I did, but I don't. I did, but I don't. I don't think so. That's not an answer. Oh, you know, I got a, I got a disc in the mail from Netflix. Scooby Doo and Kiss, a rock and roll oh, mystery. Oh, that thing. Yeah, I've heard of I it. I can't wait. Can't I can. I, hope. I think it's gonna. I, I haven't drank in a while. I'm gonna have some beers tonight. I think I'm gonna watch some, drink some beers and watch some. Uh, uh, some you have uh, to rewatch Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Uh, well, we did that on on I the know, show. But just every year you should watch. Every that. year, it's a celebration. It's a Christmas. We should do it for Christmas. Just yeah. Watch. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that and uh, New Year's Evil or what was it? Silent Night Deadly Night, whatever the hell. <laughs> New Year's was. Evil is that a movie? That's a movie. Oh, that's that, 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 that was. That'll be great, a New Year's movie. That, that was the movie. greatest title you've ever made up. If no, that was a made up, it's, like, oh it's a real movie. It's a real movie. Is that like baby, like baby New Year's comes around and just slaughters people? That'd be fun. It's a slasher movie. Oh, of course it is. You know. Yeah. Ah, sorry everyone. We didn't. We didn't watch anything. We will. I will next week. I promise. What do, but uh, what do we before we go to trailer break? What do we watch this week? Or what do we? What's coming up after the trailer break? A movie. Wow. And two colors. So insightful. No, it, yeah. it's two colors, but it has shades of gray. Oh, Fifty Shades of Gray. But it's old Gross. though, real old. But it's a remake too, by the way. I bet you didn't know that. It's no, a wait remake. a It's a 1935 movie. And it's, that's a been a, it's a remake. We're already getting remakes in 1935. Well, a remake of what? Hand puppets? What was the first version Silent of this movie? The first version of the movie. Is a silent movie that's lost. First version is like cave paintings. They're like, no, oh, no, Gronk's no. saying. We'll talk about it after All the break. Right, okay. As if we haven't teased it enough. That's really interesting. As okay. if you didn't know, I some, didn't some know. people maybe no. that are listening, or if you don't know, you will find out. Oh, lost yes. movie. The mo- one of the most famous lost movies. Really? Yes. Okay, well, let's go to Charlie Brick and then tell me this story after the break. We'll be right Here's back. Here's the story. Hey guys, one more thing. Hey, this summer, when you're being inundated with all this American Bicentennial Fourth of July brouhaha, don't forget what you're celebrating, and that's the fact that a bunch of slave-owning, aristocratic white males didn't want to pay their taxes. Imagine it's 1944. Imagine you're living in Holland, a land occupied by the Nazis. Imagine you're Jewish. Imagine you have a child, a baby, about a year old. Imagine somebody wants to take your child away from you and put you in prison. Now you're not imagining anymore. Now you're seeing things the way they really were. Thank God there's someone who cares about you and your child. They've made a secret room, a hiding place in their home, a place where you'll be safe. What you're experiencing is the new motion picture, The Hiding Place, a true story. The Hiding Place, starring Julie Harris, Eileen Heckert, and Arthur O'Connell. Introducing Jeanette Clift. Filmed on location in color by Worldwide Pictures. If caring means anything, if love matters at all, see The Hiding Place. 
me, Black Jack. Jiving Jack Lynch. What he does under others, he does in style. Black Jack, the rude dude who blew all the gold out of Fort Knox and spread the bread around. See George Stanford Brown, star of the rookies, as Black Jack. He's got the man on the pan and he's gonna fry him good. Black Jack, rated PG. Welcome to the house of Madam Kitty, the most exclusive house of pleasure in Berlin. Around you, you see the most famous people in Nazi Germany. Everybody who is anybody is here tonight. And there are Madam Kitty's girls. They're beautiful. And they will do anything you want. Anything. But I will tell you a secret that none of the men here know. You must keep your mouth shut. Because all the girls work for the Gestapo. They will report everything you say to them. So later, maybe the Gestapo will blackmail you or even shoot you for what you said. But don't worry. You're here at Madame Kitty's to have fun. So enjoy yourself. The night is young. Trans-American Films presents Madame Kitty, starring Helmut Berger and Ingrid Tulin. A true story. Rated X. One time... We successfully mated a bulldog with a Shih Tzu. Really? That's weird. Yeah, we we called it a bullshit. <laughs> All right, we are back. Very nice. So yeah, uh, you dropped a, a nuclear bomb on my head. That the the new Kong and Skull Island also has Godzilla Easter egg in it. Yeah, I think it has some um, Godzilla monsters. Oh in my it. God. I'm not sure. I, this is what I've heard from a source. If they're Queuing up a Godzilla vs. King Kong up. movie. Eh. King Kong vs. Godzilla. They tried it before. Yeah, it, it was before. in 1960. Did we do that one? No, we didn't do that no, one. No, we haven't watched that. No, we didn't do King Kong vs. 1960. I'd love to do that one, but I don't even, I, I never, I I've never seen it. you never seen it? You don't, you don't have it in that box set of no. Godzilla movies? Oh, weird. I'll find it. I think I that's one that Toho sued to keep out of the you know, public no, eye. Universal has the, has the rights to mm. it. They bought the rights to it. Yeah, I have it boxed up now, but I'll find mm. it. Anyway, that has nothing to do with our no. movie, so, which okay. is a remake of a What's silent movie. What's the name of this movie? The name of this movie is Mark of the Vampire from 1935. Mark of the Vampire, 1935, and this is a remake. Yep, starring Bella Gosi, Lionel Barrymore, Carol Borland, yeah. uh, Lionel Atwill. Yeah, well, who uh, are they? Let's see. Lionel Barrymore is Professor Zelen. Zelen? She's a hypnotist. Hypnotist. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Allen is, is our heroine. Yep. Uh, our, Plucky hair. What's Erna? Erna Boyerton. Irene. Irene Boyerton. Irene. Irene. What the hell? Bella Lugosi is Count Mora. Lionel Atwill. Two Lionels in one movie. Yeah, two Lionels. Lionel Atwill is Inspector Newman. Uh, Gene Hershoff is uh, Baron Otto. Henry Wadsworth is Fedor Vincetti. Yeah, the hell with this. Okay. Let's see, when a nobleman is murdered, a professor of the occult blames vampires, but not as all is is what it seems. That's the, that, that's the catchphrase underneath the name on yeah. uh, 
on the, the great what's the what's that thing? Not Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb. Oh, IMDb. Yeah. yeah. IMDb. Sorry for butchering Irene. I guess I've never seen that in print before. I don't know. I wonder Weird. if there's that many Irene's being you know. Come on, Irene. Yeah. It's a, no, it's not. That name's gone. Uh, uh, so bad. so this is a remake. Now, what was the first one? Tell us that story because you you off air you were telling me it was a lost print. Okay, in the 1920s, Lon Chaney Sr. was like uh, the biggest star, or one of the biggest stars, yeah. and he was known for his makeups. Like he was a fan of the opera, Hunchback, blah blah blah. He was wow. a man of a thousand mm-hmm. faces. He did a movie in 1925, directed by the same guy Todd Browning, who did Mark of the Vampire called London After Midnight. Hmm. Pretty famous movie. A lot of images of him, Lon, with a top hat, scraggly hair, like raccoon eyes, and his like sharp teeth, and he's like scary. I mean, yeah, it scared me as a kid, that image, you know? And I guess it was a popular movie, and then, you know, Todd Browning decided, hey, let's remake it again. But Lon Chaney Sr. had died, sadly, in 1930. He passed away from throat cancer. Wow. Because they're say, they say that if Lon would have lived into the 30s, he probably would have played Dracula, Frankenstein, <laughs> you know, all Other, that stuff. Yeah. So mm. he passed away, so they got Boris to kind of do a Dracula bit, kind of, sort of, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the original movie was shown. You know, in revival houses, because, you know, by the time talkies came, the silent movies were kind of like, well, who wants to see a silent movie? Who wants to read cue cards? Right. Where we can, you know, <laughs> we can watch a talkie. So I probably played here and there, you know. I guess from what I remember reading, somewhere in the 60s or some, maybe, there was a fire at MGM Studios, uh-huh. and a lot of negatives got destroyed because all those old negatives were like were magnetic they had some kind of you know uh the 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 elements were flammable oh yeah yeah no that yeah there was a fire (laughs) the night it was nitro not nitro not 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 nitroglycerin no no not nitroglycerin but it was nitro nitrocell or nitrous yeah something like that whatever yeah anyway (laughs) so along with a bunch of other movies this london after midnight movie was destroyed. Now, I remember reading in the 60s, in the 70s, that like some people had seen a print, collector's print, probably a 16 or something, in England or some places uh-huh. like that. But ever since then, no print has ever been found. Wow. It's a very, it's, it's one of the most famous lost movies. They actually, 10 years ago, maybe longer, somewhat, um, there was a book with a bunch of stills that I used to have from the movie. When a, a film guy, a film director, took the stills and created like a recreation of it using the stills, doing like f- fades and pans and close-ups, you know, to wow. give you a film, a feel of the movie. And it, it was on TCM, and it's still they still show it every once in a while. But it's basically like a, a you know, like a one of those like comic book movies or whatever. You know, yeah, like when yeah, they make yeah. a comic book into like a 3D movie, even though this isn't 3D. So that's the only thing that's been seen. In this movie, maybe there's a there's possibly somewhere a collector has a copy somewhere, or it's probably or maybe somebody has bits and pieces of this movie, or they haven't pieced together. Kind of but amazing, anyway, like when it's lost. You, you, there's a lot of movies that are lost. There's I a think, lot of movies know, and, that are lost, and you yeah. almost can't believe it, but they just are. I mean, so, but again, if somebody struck a 16 print, who knows? Maybe some collector has it and they're holding on to because they don't want to. Whatever. So anyway, getting back to our movie, <laughs> yeah. this was a remake of it, yeah. talking remake, and Boris Carl, I mean Bella, K- 
kind of reprises, kind of sort of reprises his Dracula, his Dracula bit in it. And he's yeah. got like his, his vampire daughter, you know, Luna or whatever, Carol <laughs> which is kind of funny because she's like the prototype for every other vampire goth girl. That oh yeah, along, that's ever come along ever. That come along. So I mean, I guess in the beginning of this movie. They're like they're like trying to set you up with like oh there's a village and everybody's worried about vampires or yeah, whatever yeah and they're selling it like they show up uh, we're not gonna give away the ending till the end but yes they 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 pull up and it's just that it's that classic like all the all the townspeople are scurrying around like rats picking up the the not garlic but in this kind of it's like some kind of weed that yeah exactly. the, oh, anti bat weed yeah, and right, all. Right, right. And, and they're hanging on their things, and you're like, what's and going on here? And there's flying bats in the graveyard, and old ladies oh, screaming. screaming and, and running around, rips her, rips the bottom of her skirt they, to get they, away. And then they, they, this couple goes into the bar, and they're like, oh my god, the, beware the vampires. The count over in the castle over mm. there, and his daughter, they come out at night, and they bite people and you know and they drain them of their blood and blah, yeah, and the blah. people from the cat from the from the uh, coach are like, ho ho, silly townies. There's, there's no yeah. such thing. And then the the surly guy comes over. He's like, "We can't go any further." And you're like, "Cause of the night?" And he's like, "No, cause of vamp or yeah, cause cause the vampires come out at night and we'll and we can't go any further." And you're like, "Okay, I guess." Yeah, yeah, okay, you know. So then, you know, as as the movie keeps going, we find out that there was a there was a nobleman, the count or whatever he was, that had been just been <laughs> murdered. Yep. And they found him like dead. In his in his office with two holes in his neck and all the blood drain out. So that's that. Okay. Oh well. So that's why we're all worried about vampires. Yeah. He was like sucked out of his blood, even though like vampires. You know. I mean, where did this come from? I guess it's a superstition that's still being you know uh, you know upheld and perpetuated. The, yeah. Perpetuated. So then <laughs> the, the, then the, in comes his daughter and her boyfriend. Yeah. And they're like, she's like going to be taking over the, uh, you know, the, 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 she's getting the inheritance of the cast. Right. Now, that's the people that were in the stagecoach. Those are the people in the stagecoach, like, yeah. Because you could tell they were out of place there. But they were like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So then you, you start meeting all these other characters that are starting to figure out the, uh, the mystery. You get Lionel Barrymore as this, like, doctor or whatever and he's right. like messing around like hmm I wonder how this happened I don't understand how the blood could be drained out I don't believe in vampires but maybe I do you know? yeah is it now is this um is this of the famous Barrymore's yes he's Drew's like great 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 grandfather yes wow. he's, he's the he was the yeah he's the original some Barrymore. of those when you hear that and you're like oh my god like Carradine's and and, Carradine's. Uh, and and the Barrymore's and you're like they've been around forever yeah 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 the yeah. first movie had one of each of those family members in them and they're still around today you're like wow yeah well they, they keep their name you know it's I like mean, the NFL players that just Third, yeah, they're third, offsprings or yeah, whatever. Third uh, generation, fourth generation. And they're usually pretty good. The, the, they know the, they know the business. They know the business, you know? yeah, yeah. So they're like, eh, well, whatever, you know. And then and then Lionel Atwell is the inspector, which he always played. Yeah. Then the inspector and up. the doctor kind of in cahoots. Kind of, yeah. And then there's this other Baron guy that was like his their <laughs> buddy or whatever. Baron like, von Munchalot. Yeah, Baron von Munchen or whatever. He's there or whatever. So they're like, you know, oh my God, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do about the vampires? Oh, I don't know, but you know, she's the, the daughter's coming and she's gonna get the inheritance and blah 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 and all this stuff and and then that while that's going on, there's like every once in a while they have to show you like the vampire. So a you vampire, like, and he, it looks like it's from a different movie, 
But yeah. it's not. I mean, there's very little interaction actually, other t- until he between shows them up. And the, between yeah. them and them, there's just scenes then, of like the castle with Bella and the coming down, coming down the, the like in Dracula, coming down the stairs with his daughter. Mm-hmm. Then you see like little rats. I think there's a possum in one of the scenes. It's like it's almost always curing. that possum. I'm like, what are you doing? And then, and there's this. You you can tell they were really kind of overemphasizing the talky part because there's this maid. Who is like the original Screaming scream the queen? Time, yeah. She just screams and screams and feigns and screams and faints and screams. You're like, oh my god, this lady just screams. And she was like, she was reading her script for that day, and she's like, ah. How many screams do I have today? Uh, oh boy. Uh, okay, well, better. You know, she drank some liquid morphine or li- no liquid novocaine or morphine yeah, yeah. from that. Or some that like uh, opium, stuff like, you know, that stuff to like you know dry you to clear your throat or whatever. Cocaine, I think is what they yeah, call cocaine, it in Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah, so she's like, oh, and she's just screaming and screaming, and it was always like, oh, go get some water. Ah, oh, go get some ragweed. Ah, you're like, oh my god, this poor woman. I don't want to do it. There's a vampire. I don't want to get killed or whatever. And then there's the like the, nah, the ah, wimpy ah. butler too. That's like, oh, I don't want to get killed either. You know, oh. and they're like, I oh, just do your job. That's why we hired you. You know, go to all these rooms. We're, we've 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 gotten to the the, the, the Atwell, well, the inspector doesn't believe it, but the the other Lionel Barrymore was like, okay, look, you know, there's a possibility of it. Let's go to all these rooms, get this like bat bat <laughs> bat repellent. Yeah, you know, bat it was shark, like a repellent. shark repellent. It was the bat repellent. Weed. It was in weed form. It wasn't a, a spray yeah. can. And then they smoke it afterwards. No, uh, they sure. put it. They put it. Mm, put it in all the windows. Pipe. Keep bat away. They put it in all the windows. And that'll, you know, a uh, weed a day keeps the vampires away. Sure, why know? not? And I'm know. like, okay, sure, you know. So they're, like, putting it in, screaming and freaking or whatever. And then, like, of course, they cut to, like, Dracula, like, telling his daughter, pointing. Like, he doesn't Go. talk until the end. Yeah, no. He sees, like, he puts, okay, you know, he's, like, points, you know, mm, mm, you know. And, like, and then she goes and, like, she's she's down with some lesbianism, man. She's, yeah, big time. She yeah. wants that gal bad, yeah, in a bad way. Guy, yeah, yeah. Her little bat wings are fluttering, you know. And so and she's that, like, ah, yeah, I'm going to get this, score this chick. And then the boyfriend ventures out and, like, then he gets, like, Come, he, they find him like he ventures out and they go hey what happened to my boyfriend and they're like I don't know and then somebody goes hey we found him he's like lying you know like unconscious or whatever yeah, he's like just, yeah he's just conked he, somebody chair shot him out of nowhere and then there's Randy Savage came out oh yeah clonk and just knocked him out and he wasn't in the movie he should have been in the movie though that would have been good and then uh, you know they find mm. him and they bring him in. You okay? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, he's holding on to his neck. And then when he pulls his hand up, sees like these little dots there. And you go, oh my God, he got bit uh, by the vampire. He got bit. He's gonna be a vampire. Oh, and that's no. when the uh, the the not the maid. She doesn't scream this time, but the the butler's like, and he just like he does a Scooby Doo like run out of the room screaming kind of thing. Like, he's a vampire. Yeah. The one thing about these movies from back then, not only are they stagey because it's basically like a few scenes here. There. Yeah, but they're like very. They, they like you said, they're really into the talking. You know, like, oh, we can talk now. Let's got put a lot of dialogue in, yeah. and maybe not so much action. Make sure you overemphasize things. We're still in the silent era. We're still acting like we were in silent movies. Oh yeah. Oh, but remember, in the beginning, we missed a a, a part. In the very beginning, when the when the, they're showing you the town, they're having like a some kind of a little festival. Or something they show you like a little baby. Remember, there's a baby in the carriage, oh, and then like when the, oh and then God. when the when the town when the 
couple goes into the they find out that the, the oh no we have to report some sad news the baby has is died or whatever yeah. in the oh very beginning of it yeah there was a little and that's, that's when it. the vampirism we forgot I forgot about that I did part. too because they were doing that little that little Oktoberfest dance or whatever yeah they were doing that remember that and they're like oh they're just doing that for you because you because you know that's and that's when the vampirism thing started really getting to the people because oh my god they, he was the lord of the town and now he's been drained of his blood you know yeah oh they are vampires Vampires. That's why everybody so that's like right. that's flipped right. out about vampires. And that, it wasn't like it was a key point, but it was like so, to emphasize what they were talking about. Kind yeah, of. They're that's, really pushing yeah, the vampire yeah, oh yeah. hard. Yeah, know? this is a hard sell. This is a hard sell. You know? But at this point, then you're seeing Bella and you're seeing the goth girl with her big and wings. They, yeah, and, they, and he's even got like a like a hole in his head. It's like a bullet hole in his he's head. Got a bullet hole in his head. I don't know where that came from, but you know, <laughs> they didn't wash it off either. Yeah, they didn't wash it off. It stayed on. You know, same side too. They didn't move it from side to side or anything. That would been awesome. Oh, yeah. God. So so then at some point, um, you know, Luna gets a hold of the of the uh, the the daughter. Yeah, and the daughter's like, like she's like, say, are you DTF or what? Are, are we are we getting are we getting funky here in the old in the old nineteen uh, thirties? Yeah. So, so, so like the daughter's out in the balcony, and all of a sudden Luna comes up and he goes like, hey there, you know. My name is Luna. I live on the second floor. <laughs> no, that's not true. So she puts a bite on her and like takes off, and they find you know the daughter. She's like, I licked you, so you're mine now. <laughs> yeah. They See you later, her. baby. They find her there. She's like, oh, what happened? They find out, oh, my God, no, she's going to be a vampire, too. Oh, let's get her inside. Yeah, get her inside. Her. And that's when they really freak out. Um, like, Because they, they didn't bite her, but she's like, oh, she's kind of groggy or I whatever. she had the two holes in her No, neck. because this is when, aren't they going to do the scissors trick? No, that's later, dude. Oh, that's, that's somebody at the else. Very oh, okay. End. That's so, at the very Oh, end. that's right, because this is the one where they're really like, we must save the woman, and 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 she must rest, and maybe if we put enough of this crap on her, and and she yeah, won't she bat, won't turn into a vampire. Bat, bat, uh, so we have to try and treat her early. Where yeah. and you know they made the big fuss about the girl. They just let that dude sit on that chair. They didn't even care about the dude that got bit. They're like, oh well, you know, whatever. He'll probably be all right or not. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. but then the girl gets bit. And they're like, oh yeah, my well, god. She, well, she's the she's the inheritor. You know, he's the fiance, but she's like the next in line or whatever. Poor dude, man. So like, you know. oh now she got bit. Oh my god, what are we gonna do? Everybody's getting bit. Yeah, you vampires know, got, everywhere, dude. Even yeah, even everywhere. even the bat shark repellent isn't stopping them. We're gonna have to do something. Yeah. We're gonna have to go into that castle. Oh, that's what they do. Then, the, then the posse forms, and it's the, it's the doctor, it's the, uh, the inspector, and the Baron, guy. and the Baron, Baron von Munchenhausen. Yeah, and, and, they're, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we're going, and they're like, I don't want to, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, would you want to go into the vampires' den? To and they like, showed because you know, they showed the vampires walking into this big metal gate or metal door that had a counterweight to it and everything. It was well done, actually. So then, then, then here we are. And then there was a there, there was one scene in this movie that was really cool, and it was really done to sell you the vampire thing. That one scene where like they're at the vampire's house, and the girl comes down. She's got like bat wings. Yep. And then she's she flying down. I go, wow, that's really a nice little trick there. It was a neat trick. And then that because then the other dude is Jerry Lee Lewis singing the freaking piano. Yeah, the other guy's doing like his little like dirge or whatever, love dirge or whatever. <laughs> and you're like. 
wow, she's really a vampire. Oh, that's pretty cool, you know. And that that was never repeated again. I guess it was such yeah. an interesting little trick and that one thing I thought about that scene because I did love that scene because and Bella's just Bellaing around, you know. Like, oh, and the other guys suck your blood. And, and the other guys playing the piano. And I really wanted him to start doing Jerry Lee Lewis and just put his foot up on the top or of it, at least crocodile hammering. rock yeah. or something. And and she came in like you said on the wireworks with the gigantic. Uh, wings, that and, and you've never—I've never seen it before or after. No, it's a really impressive scene. You know, and because like, wow. she looks very, she's in, she's in like a nighty, like yeah. one of those long flowing gowns that used to be, you know, underwear back in the day. And you know, and, and she's very—I don't. She's not pretty, but she's very like seductive. Yeah, she's striking. You know, yeah, literally. and you're and you're like, what am I looking at here? This is weird. I was like, and I was like, that's not. Bella's squeeze or anything like that, but then you, she was a daughter. She was a daughter. So yeah. you know, and then then that scene, they're like, "Oh, gonna be light, better go away." And then that they kind of just quickly move on, and that's when they then you smash cut to that posse, and then they're like, "Oh, well, we we got to do it during the day, even though it's all night. Everything is night." Like, yeah, this movie shot pretty dark. Yeah, you know? everything seems to be like very moody and gray. And, so they know. get there and they're like, "Well, it's gonna be light or dark soon. Better hurry up." And you're like. What was all that then? What are you talking about? You know, yeah, you're yeah. fumbling around with candles, and the inspector's kind of a doofus. You know, he's kind of like, uh, he, he's very cowardly lion for a, for an inspector. You know, yeah, yeah. And then you got the Baron, who's like, you know, oh, I don't really want to be here. You know, yeah. but why are you making me come here? Hey, it's wet like, blanket. You yeah, know. right. So it's like three old dudes <laughs> against two like pretty spry, you know, active vampires. Yeah. That doesn't bode well for not uh, at all. For, you know, winning, you no. know what I mean? Winning. <laughs> so, AIDS. <laughs> so, uh, you know, anyway, well, let, let's take a break cuz we're almost I, at the end of the I was going to say this is power through. We'll just do we won't we'll do a break. Yeah, we won't do a break. Okay. Uh, right. this is like a short movie. The movie's a, a, an, hour an hour 6. Yeah, it's an hour. Uh, so we're just going to power through. So we'll, anyway, we'll do a so, short show so, this week. so they're going to so they go into there and they're going into the air to the castle and they go, "Well, I think we should go through this door here." Oh, oh. yeah, that leads to the dungeon. That's dun, probably dun, where they dun. are. Okay. So they go in through the door and of course as soon as they get in, poof, counterweight. The door. Oh yep. no, we're trapped. We're trapped now. now. Oh yeah. And the one and the headmaster goes. It's getting kind of dark too. We better hurry up. Oh no, the vampires are gonna wake up. Because yeah. Let's see if we can find the vampire's coffin. You know. And as they're going through the vampire's coffin, they the they I think they showed a, sh- a scene of of Bella, like with his eyes looking open, at him. Yeah, looking he's like looking. Him. It's like he's waking up or something. You go. Oh wow. Okay. So on the way there, they see the other guy, the the you know uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. lying <laughs> on a coffin, and the Baron goes, "Oh, go, let's kill him, kill him, you know, quickly." And and the Heaven goes, "No, no, wait, 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 don't do it yet, you know. We got, we want to get the if real guy. If we wake guys. them up, they're gonna flip they're out. Get, and they're gonna murder out. us all. Yeah. We have to get the head guy. We gotta know? get the head guy, and he's like, oh, okay, okay. So then the, the hypnotist guy goes, you know, Lionel Baron goes, okay." You know, go to the inspector. Go in there. You know, I'll be there in a second. You know, and then like as the you know, Al Atwell goes away, he starts hypnotizing the Baron. Remember, yeah. he's like I want you to you know remember you know what happened, blah blah blah, or whatever. I want to take you back to <sighs> the so night weird. before the murder or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. So he kind of hypnotizes him, and then you know they go they go into where the uh, they go into where the the vampires are. And then I think nothing happens, you know. No, they're like, oh, it's getting light, better go. Yeah, 
and then they split. And you know that yeah, that's that scene was like, what's going on here? Why are you doing this? Like, cause they just left, you know. So then then they got then when it goes back to the house, they got a guy to impersonate the dead count. Right, and that's yeah, cause he's like he's walking around, and at this time Bella's in the in there too, right? Yeah, cause Bella, because after they left, Bella and the girl they go they go chasing yep. after them, so and then Bella, they go they, into the thing. So like, Bella goes out. into the house, and of course, there's another reason for the maid to scream, and he goes, yeah. "He's in here!" Ah! Oh my know? god, yeah. And Bella has a couple of good running scenes, and the girl's <laughs> in there too. Bella, young Bella was something. He was pretty impressive. I, I, I he's cool. I mean, I liked him. I think highly of him. I. It's a shame he's known for what he was known for, with like just like the Plan Bs and some of that. But yeah, I. I don't know his stuff like this work here. It was a. He had a very short run of he strong did. movies. Yeah. You know? By the forties, he was already doing like cheesy. You know. You almost wish he could movies. have sustained, but I guess you know it's what the problem was his accent. He had that yeah. strong accent. He never was able to speak English really well. So he was always typecast. Yeah, typecast. He was typecast as Dracula. That was the first big talking horror movie. So it's kind of like it made him famous, but it kind of left his career like kind of like stuck in you know what like Gilligan, like Gilligan's Island, you know. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So yeah, sorry for the aside, but I I've always I I did I think he he was such a good actor, like not a good actor, but I mean a presence. presence. Yeah, like you know he could have been. Man, whereas Boris Karloff was more versatile because he could play other. You know, it was Boris, but he could play like in some movies he played an Indian. Somebody was a kindly father. Sometimes he was a gangster. They they figured out ways to do it, you know. But Bella was just stuck as either the vampire or the man. He actually played, and there was another movie called Return of the Vampire from 1940, where he his him and he's got a werewolf sidekick and he's doing Dracula again, of course, because that's what he's known and for. You're like whatever, you know? just and then at that point he's probably like oh, whatever. He might not have Whatever been, keeps the house and the smack coming. He is might fine, not have been know. the most versatile actor, but he had a presence and he had and he was really imposing in that yeah. role. When you see him against these other guys, you're like, wow. He, really he is tall. He was menacing. at that time he was very fit. He looked very fit for that you know. He was menacing. Aside of all the other guys, yeah. he was a thinner, bigger dude. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is it's a shame he didn't get some kind of weird spaghetti western things. They came later though, that's the thing, but uh, you know, whatever. So, it, just an aside. Yeah, so now... So, anyway, so then, yeah. like, the the vampire's supposed to be there, and, like, everybody's all scared. But then, since the, the Baron is hypnotized, they go, okay, we, we're gonna... We find out that everybody was kind of in on it. You yeah. They basically, they want to find out what happened to the father, and they they're basically suspected that this Baron guy yeah. was the guy who killed him, but they don't know how he did it. So they get like the a guy who to play the father looks just like the father, and they reenact like the death scene or whatever in a kind yeah. of a weird way because they basically because he's sitting there and then then they like he, then they give him some like you know, they, dr- get, they, they, they drug him his some drink. drugs or whatever they drugged his drink they basically like they they the hypnotist I want you to reenact the night before the murder or whatever so uh. it shows like the father and the Baron and they're like talking and basically the deal was that the Baron. Well, the, the 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 Baron didn't want the girl to marry her her fiance. He right. wanted her basically. He goes, yeah. I've known her since she was a kid. She shouldn't be marrying some dirt some dirt bag. Yeah, she, so he wants to marry her to get the fortune and the girl. And, and you're like, girl, first the, of all, you're really old and that's gross. Dude. Yeah, and and the, Come on. and the dad's like, no, I don't think so. You know, I think she's gonna yeah. marry this guy. And he goes, 
okay, fine, you know, but anyway, before we go, let's have a drink. And so he tells the, the father, and the father goes, okay, well, I'll get my best wine. Yeah. So he goes over to the cabinet, and then the other guy pulls out some, like, some poison, some yeah. poison or whatever, and he puts it into one... He, he, he that put, hair metal band poison. Yeah, yeah, he did something. Anyway, he ends up poison. He ends up putting in the guy's drink. Yeah. So like they, they, <laughs> you know, and, and then and then at some point, the, he, the, then he then he leaves, and the and the inspector and comes out and says, "Don't drink that." To the to the guy standing in, and that then the guy's like, "Now just pretend you're 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 dead." Yeah. Or play drugs. Because, just because lay there. when he drugs the guy. When when he when he pretends that he because he does pretend that he's dead and so it shows you it shows you well you can't hear me I, well yeah you're drifting pretty far oh uh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, no it shows you what, what the guy did basically the guy drugged him killed him and then he did some weird trick with a glass what he because he, he was trying to snip he, he, he was going to make the fake a, holes and then put and then and draw then it out with a warm out. glass like I don't know so how that works but I it guess. doesn't work but anyway who cares and but you for, know so then like you know in 1935 it worked because people were like oh because yeah. people were different back then yes they didn't have the it internet it easier well we got lied to through uh, movies instead of being lied to from the internet that, that's all that was being the difference lied to. we're being well never mind I don't want to talk about <laughs> movies no anyway so anyway the guy does the glass and then he goes and then like he's going. To like cut him with yeah, he's two kill scissors yeah. in the hole, and then oh, hey, stop, grab him, grab him. Okay, now we've we got know. you now. Now Baron we know Von how Munchen. you did it. You know, and he goes, "What? Yes, we hypnotized you to catch you. There's no such thing as vampires. We just wanted you to believe that, you know, to like, you know, to get you back you know, in here because we knew that you were trying to." I forgot why the vampires were even involved in it. Was it, you know, because it's like... Just to keep him in there, I think, or keep him in the area or something To keep like him that. in suspense oh, or something? I don't know. Because this was the best part, because now they're like, ha, I got you. And he was like, well, he's like okay, you got me. Uh, uh. So oh, maybe maybe the Baron was trying to pretend it was vampires to keep him, you know, oh, I think it's vampires. I, I don't remember what the, what the connection was. No, because the wrap-up, you show... The, it's the, now, this is the greatest scene of the movie... It, you go to like the castle, and the girl's taking off her wings, and and uh, Bella is pulling out his fake teeth. And he's like, "Ah, oh, this is an easy gig. Yeah. Maybe I should play this more often." Yeah, right, right. The so they, they, it was a paid gig. They were actors, and you're like, "Wow, good ending, man. So Solid I, ending." So I think what they were trying to do is like somehow or another convince the. I see. I don't remember. I don't. I didn't get. Why they had to pretend yeah, to be well, vampires vampire. to get him? I think to bring him back, maybe to bring, to bring the guy him back or something. To, Who knows? Yeah, but whatever. It, it was, was a strange a, concept or whatever to like, you know, reenact the vampire thing. I, that part I didn't get, but I enjoyed the movie regardless. Mm. You know, for was, thirty-five, it was good. I actually do like. One of the things I like the most about these uh, these older movies is they don't care about an hour and a half or two hours. No, back then time frames were like an hour. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. And that's fine. Now this movie, if it would have been an hour and a half, I'd have been it's like, oh. It's a little, you yeah, know, it's a little, it's a yeah. short story or whatever. Like good, you know? good Bella, good, um, the actors were good. That screaming made was a bit. But, but that's but, a reference to a Bride, another earlier movie with it. The, the guy who, I forget. I don't know if this is a reference to Bride of Frankenstein. The, the guy who did Bride of Frankenstein, James, Bond, always like that. The screaming old ladies in his movies. Did they, did they actually hold up hold up a card going ah? I don't know. That would have been great. I'm still it, racking my brain like now. I should have racked my brain before to why, why they had they? to do the vampire. And I'm sure they said it at one point, but neither of us got it. Um, yeah, I hope in silent movies they held up a, a scream card that just said ah. That would been yeah, funny. I, well, I don't think they did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, in silent movies, 
There were some actors that didn't make it to talkies because they had bad voices. Yeah, a lot. John Gilbert or a couple of them. A like couple that. of those cowboys, the skinny cowboys were. <laughs> yeah, they had like, hey, I'm a cowboy. You know, they go, nah, I don't think so. I think you're, you know, you think it's you're over like, for you. I think yeah. you were a cowboy, but now you're not. Yeah, oh, this, well. is a, this is a, a, a well-produced movie. They spent, MGM spent money on this movie. Yeah, of course. You know, it was no. definitely like, uh, you know, Bella, you know, all these beautiful sets, these ni- that nice bat wing effect with the... Uh-huh. The girl, all that Lionel Barrymore. It was a big time movie. It's okay, you know. It was enjoyable. Mm. As if it was, if it would have been an hour and a half, I probably would have been. Ugh, uh, when is this fast, over yeah. with. But they knew when to end. So. Yep. Uh, they and uh, this didn't have any music in it, did it? A little bit, but not much. Very little. They, they they hadn't quite gotten to the point like where movies are now, where there's just constant movie uh, noise and action. And I think sometimes that that subtle quiet moments in a movie add to it a little bit. Yeah. Um, where there's just footsteps or there's just nothing. You see things going on, but there's just no sound. And it's not that there's not microphones. There's not supposed to be sound. I think uh, the style of how we make movies since, the, whatever, the 70s or whatever, is kind of an assault to your senses. It's too much at some points where quiet's okay. You know, and I or think... No, not anymore. Well, I mean, because even in some quiet of the... Quiet is suspense. Well, but they don't use it anymore. It's a, like a lost art, and it really should be in there sometimes. But eh. silence is golden, they say. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like a six for this one, six five. I give it's, it a seven. It's not it's that fine. I dislike it. I mean, you know, it's kind of like you know, it's it's the 1935 movie. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I, I would recommend it if you like movies from the 30s. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And if you like Bela Lugosi in his prime, and if you like vampire girls, and if you like gothic and scary and universal horror movies, no, I'd no. recommend it. 30s and 40s. Was there more gangster movies or was there more monster movies or vampire? 30s, movies? I think more monster movies. Maybe 40s more gangster movies. I think yeah, I maybe. guess because they started to romanticize the bootleggers in the Scarface, late 30s, early Scarface 40s. Yeah. Was in the early 30s. Yeah. Maybe even I don't uh, know, but yeah. de- definitely the Universal horror. Oh well, yeah, I mean Universal in the 30s. Just, yeah, took yeah, off yeah. in the thirties. The Frankenstein series, the Wolfman. Well, you gave me all those. Dracula. You gave me all those pictures for the silk screening stuff of the. Yeah, the, yeah, above yeah. The all all stuff. that stuff took off in the thirties. So I think thirties more more horror. I think I'm gonna for the shirts. I haven't. I still have those. I think I'm gonna add like a banner that would say like Wolfman, or stuff around it. It's like something so, so it makes it stand out. That'd be pretty cool. I'm waiting to you to get the four color so I can do some. I got some colors. Oh man, yeah. four color, four color, not three, wow. not two, not one. Talkies, not silent. All right, or, that's uh, it. Make sure you hit projectpinball.org. Make sure you hit up our other our other uh, shows. We have Asian Cult Cinema and uh, the Indie Circuit on RadioStPete.com. Um, go to their archive section. You can listen to all of our talking about things and music. And of course, uh, two dimension podcast. You know, now that I think about it, maybe they were, maybe the guy killed, maybe the bear. <laughs> I'm still trying to think about it. why did they try to convince him that it was vampire to get him into the castle? I'm still bothering me. Yeah. I want to. I'm going to read up on they, it because they, they might have, have even wanted him to like. They might have thought they could scare a confession out of him. Yeah, you're right. If, if you killed somebody and now they're wandering around as Dracula or as a vampire. Yeah, that's you're kinda, right. Yeah, yeah. You got You kind of got some st- stuff that's on your conscience. It. You that's know. Probably it. Okay. Good I'd one. be like, eh, 
wait, yeah. this dude I killed is like, floating around as really the undead. This guy, or is it really a vampire? Yeah, that's probably it. Of course, now with all our hyper hyper uh, movies, it'd be like I'm gonna re-kill you. Uh, it'd be like all action starry. That's probably and so, it. Yeah. Okay, eh, it makes sense to keep me. Keep people off their game if they're a little bit worried. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. That makes sense. That's what I'm sticking with. Okay. Well, that's it for this week. My name is Mal. With me as always, Doctor Morbius. And uh, we're gonna. I think I'm going to... Should I do the Wendy's rap on the way out, or should we do... Uh, it's your choice, man. I think I'm going to do a movie trailer and then the Wendy's rap. So, hey, if and you... And maybe something else. Too. If you want mindless garbage, stick around. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Man, I ain't believing that shit about Bonham's one-hour drum solo, man. I mean, one-hour drums, you couldn't handle that shit on strong acid, man. Pacific Vibrations tells it like it is. A surfer's spectacular love affair with the Pacific Ocean. Well, if you can imagine a wave that is so round that you could fit a truck inside it, you got a hell of a wave. Your mind's got to flow to flow with the waves. And it was like this huge white bony surf coming at you, and you just, your heart is just like a soft, and you just, you really get excited inside. I can't explain. I've never experienced anything. Each good wave that passes, I'm sorry I hadn't been out already. There'd never be another one that's good. You know, I mean, there's only one wave that's like that. See the surfing of Ralph Arnest, Bill Hamilton, and Jock Sutherland. Hear the sounds of Cream, the Steve Miller Band, Wolfgang, Ry Cooter, and others. Pacific vibrations, like Woodstock on a wave. In color rated Q. They had to keep their hands off girls in order to keep the Army's hands off them. That's the storyline of the darndest, gayest, funniest fairy tale you've ever seen on the motion picture screen. That's the Gay Deceivers in absolutely divine color. The Gay Deceivers stars Kevin Coughlin, Larry Casey, and Brooke Bundy and introduces the sensational find of the year, Michael Greer. Now, you see, the Gay Deceivers is all about... what. Well, we can't exactly tell you the storyline because it's not for mom and dad and the apple pie crowd. But for you groovy cats, it's out of sight. So, is he or isn't he? Only his draft board and his girlfriend know for sure. You won't want to miss the comedy show of many a year, The Gay Deceivers. What kind of a movie is this? Is anybody out there?